Welcome back again, friends, to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue to work our way through the story. Now, in the last episode, Jesus was born in Bethlehem to Mary and Joseph, and now we continue on in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all of the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, Where is the Messiah to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child, and as soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up and took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all of the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Okay, amen. So this section of scripture, we are introduced to what we commonly refer to as the three wise men. Now, I just read it to you and there's no indication of how many wise men there actually were. We get the idea that there were three because there are three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But all it says is during this time, wise men or magi from the east came to Jerusalem bearing these gifts. One of the things that I just want to point out here that I think is just wonderful is that these three wise men or this group of wise men that's traveled from the east, these are not Jewish men. These are not followers of the gods of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. These wise men have been reading scripture, maybe that they got from Daniel, but that's another story. These wise men have come because they've seen this sign, this star in heaven that God placed in order to lead these people to his son. What I think is so interesting here is right off the bat in Jesus's birth, we discover 
that Jesus is for everyone. This is a clear demonstration in the gospel that right from the very beginning we see that even though Jesus was the promised Messiah to the Jews, he from the very beginning, going all the way back to the garden, is here to set right, to restore, to die as a sacrifice for, to be the savior of all mankind, all peoples who would place their faith in Jesus. And one of the things we learn from these wise men is that when you seek the Lord, you find him. These wise men, when they set off from home, came seeking the newborn king of the Jews. And when they came, they found him. And what I see in that is we learn that God will make every effort necessary to reach every person on earth with this message that his son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah has been born to save us from our sin, no matter how far away and removed and unlikely an audience these kings or magi or wise men were, God was going to go to extreme lengths to reach them. See, God never abandons anyone. And there's no person or group or people who are too far gone for God to seek and for God to save. And I love what these wise men, these magi do when they arrive. They just worship. They fall down on their knees. They pour out their gifts and they begin to worship. It says they fell down and worshiped him. I love the contrast of their meeting with Herod, the proxy king established by the Romans over the Jews, and their meeting with the true king of the Jews, Jesus. When they meet Jesus, when they see this little baby, their reverence, their awe, their worship is tangible. They're on their face before the Lord. And they're giving these precious and expensive gifts to Jesus and his family. They brought their very best to give him. And my guess is these gifts are going to be what Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are able to live off and to sustain them through their time as refugees and exiles living in Egypt because they have to leave because Herod and his death squads are going to come and genocide all male babies two years old and under trying desperately to hold on to power and destroy this threat to Herod's uh, kingdom and his crown. Look at the difference in responses. These magi, these wise men, they bow down, they worship, and they offer their best to Jesus. Meanwhile, Herod, out of total desperation, tries as hard as he can to hold on to his own kingdom and his own power. So my question for you as we close today, friends, is which one will we emulate? Will we be like the Magi who come to Jesus, who lay everything down, who worship the Lord? Or will we be like Herod, who try to hold on to our own life, our own power, our own way, our own understanding? Will we, like the Magi, be seekers of Jesus? Or will we seek after ourselves? Let's pray. Jesus, we worship you today. 
You are worthy of our praise. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the firstborn of all creation. And you, Jesus, seated on your throne, are our chief, greatest, number one desire. We seek you and you alone. We desire you, more of you, and your kingdom and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Help us, Jesus, to be like these wise men, to seek you and to offer our very best. In Jesus' name, amen.